Rock and Roll Circus. Changing rock history, one podcast at a time. All right there, moms and dads and boys and girls and children of all ages. Welcome back to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. My name is Ludini. <laughs> all right, everybody. Welcome. Enough of that shenanigans. We're here. Serious music talk every week. We've got very important topics mm-hmm. like which rock star has the best tits. That's oh, important that's stuff. Me. David, yeah. David Lee Roth. <laughs> Nice. Oh, gets has. I thought he said gets the best tits. Uh, you know, this Ernie Ball pick, man, mm. it didn't last too long. Like, yeah. all it took a couple of pick slides, and it just got, like, mm. teeth in it now. Well, that's no good. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Take it to the I shop. still, I'm fighting, man. I just can't find a pick I like. I yeah. Just, I'm trying, you know. And, and sometimes I think I like a pick, and then I play it the next day. I'm like, I don't like a pick. Like and just, you know, I mean, this is the trials and tribulations. Yeah, I'm pick I see what you oh, did there. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> there he I mean, is. That requ- absolutely required a response. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> oh, wow. Bless y'all. Um, happy post Thanksgiving. Yeah. Hope y'all had a good, better Thanksgiving than I did. I was sick as fuck. Mm. I got stuffed. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Blue>. my. <laughs> Lily's full of them tonight. I'm going to have to keep my finger on this button because you never know when she's going to come up with some great one liner like I got stuffed. <laughs> wow. Um,. But yeah, I um, well, we canceled the podcast a couple of weeks ago because I thought I had COVID, mm-hmm. and I went and got the COVID test. Yes, and it said I didn't have COVID, but I'm pretty sure I COVID. Mm. I this was the it's a dirty. Liar. I'm not done with it yet. Whatever's going on isn't quite over, but there was a market improvement kicked in about ten o'clock last night. All of a sudden, I'm like, wow, I don't think I'm going to die. <laughs> That's but I was really concerned. I was. I spent. I spent hours. Um, it met Express on Friday. Oof, Hours. Bad, like they bad. did every test. They did not look up my butthole. Probably if they would have. You should have. That was the one thing they forgot to do. EKG, chest x ray, the whole nine yards. It was stupid. Anyways, it is the Ludini. I don't know how we got there. It is wow. Ludini. Oh, weed. That's all how we goes, got there. It all goes back to the butt. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to everybody. Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Check us out at Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.com or Lulombardi Music.com. Um, because yeah. there's all kind of cool stuff there, including you guys like this T-shirt. You know what this T-shirt says? Houdini Rock and Roll Circus. Yeah, balls, balls deep. deep rock and roll, and it's this really awesome graphic. And you should get a T-shirt like this because it's uh, Christmas, and uh, mm-hmm. we like to receive the present of your money. <laughs> <laughs> so, and speaking money. of money, I want to talk about my buddy Chris Thunderwolf yeah. Dodson. He's rolling it out there at Wolf's Customs. They do these amazing custom uh, paint jobs and artwork on your musical instruments. Check them out, uh, wolfscustoms.online, or find them on social media. And one more time for Rock Rage Radio, rockrageradio.com. Download. What kind of app is that again, Lily? <gasps> free. Yeah. Free app. Not the freak app, but it could be a freak it app. It might be. It's also a freak it's also app. It's also a freak mm, app. Hey, no. 
Um, and uh, get deliciously wonderful, yummy programming, just like this. Could you imagine this 24-7, 365? Well, not exactly like this, but kind of like this. Great music programming 24-7 at rockrageradio.com. Lily V6 also is a a, a personality uh, in her own right on Rock Rage Radio. Lily, why don't you tell them about your show? My show is Hot Licks with Lily Six. It's on Thursdays, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. I play rock and metal and do some interviews and just um, not really that entertaining on there, to be honest with you. But the music's always great, so check that out. Okay. Well, who, was the, who was the last interview you did? It's been a while. I don't even actually been remember Been a while. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I was taking a little break from the interview, so I'm going to start up again in uh, January. Chow, 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 chow. Okay. Yes. Uh, Kevin gets that reference. And we yes. also have Mr. Pittsburgh himself. Hey, What's going on, Mr. Pittsburgh? Everybody. Hello. You all right, Mr. <clears throat> Pittsburgh? Did you do anything good in this past week? Well, uh, yeah, I was supposed to go. <laughs> I was supposed, supposed to, to go uh, uh, meet up with a, a nice young lady. Uh, she got a new puppy, wanted to show it off. And I was so excited. I texted Lou, but I'm superstitious. And I, I said, Lou, I'm so excited. But now that I've talked about it, I'm sure I jinxed it. And sure enough, two hours later, she called me and she goes, <coughs> I'm not, I'm not feeling good. I'm like, of course you're not. <laughs> so, like she's calling bitches. off from work. Yeah, yeah, right. They had the voice down and everything. <laughs> yeah, I I'm had like, the yeah, like fine. she's calling off from work. Exactly. Like the girl who told me that she fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I know. These things happen. <laughs> but she probably did fall down the stairs. Uh huh. So I mean, I always do. But I give the I benefit. I never cancel anything. Yeah. I give the benefit of the, I always fall down. I the always stairs. fall down the stairs. <laughs> Different reason though. Usually. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, because I was like, late. I, I told Lily a couple weeks ago, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm done laying around on the weekends. I'm going to shows, want to do stuff. And I went to one. <laughs> yeah. And then I got knocked down with this whatever, might possibly COVID, some weird thing. Hopefully, I'm still here uh, by next week. But, um,. <laughs> Weekend at Louis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have him propped we'll up in the chair. Yeah, that's that funny. Make you walk with us to shows. That's fine. Um. So yeah. So yeah. So, but I'm I'm serious. I I got. I want to get out and start checking out some stuff. There's too much stuff that I'm Jeez. not not seeing and checking out. I know. So you're um, never there. I know. Well, uh-huh. I'm getting there. We're yes. going there. That's changing. Mm. Good. Um. <laughs> I didn't really like. I said didn't really do anything. I did watch. Um. Bunch of movies. Well, you know, what do you do when you're laying on the couch? You know, I was like movied out when my, I was like sick of everything. It was like, oh, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. Then I did watch some really shitty movies. One called um, The Visitor, which is a new Blumhouse. Okay. Oh, my God. It's tough. You know, we haven't had a um, <laughs> Omen or Rosemary's Baby in a long, a long time. Oh, yeah. right? that, you know what I mean? A and this was one, like, yeah. I had hope for this because that is the sort of like the, the kind of the idea of this film. And it's, but it's just smell of vision. Oh. It's just very, so poorly executed. That's yeah. Sorry. It's um, the smell of vision. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, I did, and I I started rewatching Forty Year Old Virgin. Yeah, oh yeah, because we had talked <laughs> right. about that. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Oh, I forgot boy. how great. Every time I watch a movie, I'm like I forget how good this movie is. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that one. <laughs> it's a guy flick. It's this is a romantic comedy for guys. Right. I like it up until after he gets waxed, and then I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> the waxing scene is classic. Yeah. It's uh-huh. iconic. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, no, no, that's it's a romantic comedy. You know, we talked about this before. We, uh, um, 
high fidelity. That's romantic comedy. I love that movie. That guys can can get into. There's a right. handful of those out there yeah. um, that you know you don't feel too gay uh, watching if you're a guy. <laughs> a little bit. You just feel gay enough. <laughs> Not too gay, just gay enough. Oh boy. Yep. <laughs> So, bless the Lord Jesus. I'm going <laughs> down. So, there are shows coming up, though, Lula. Wednesday Tell is me something good. I'm on a Marth. And that's what? a stage AE. That's a, it's Viking do, metal. Do, 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 do. I'm on. Yes, I know that's I'm what it sounds like. It's exactly what I say. I'm on a Marth. It's a Marth. I'm on a With obituary. Oh. I'm on a Marth obituary. 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 Well, Saturday, Dying Reed will be at the 31 bar. Diane Reed. Dying Reed. Donna Reed. Donna Reed's going to be dying. Is she dead? I don't know. And then Monday, which I've told you before, Slayer. Slayer. Not that Slayer. Oh, Slayer. But Slayer will be playing at somewhere. I don't know. Remember where. Irene Cara died. I saw that. What a feeling. I am dead now. Wow. Yeah, like part of my youth is gone. <laughs> exactly. Now I have to go watch Flashdance. Flashdance. Okay. And she, does she sing fame? Yeah. I'm on a yep. she yeah. yeah, that make, yeah, makes sense. Mm. <laughs> and uh, she does. I mean, I was thinking about that when she passed away. Like, that is a way, I think it was a re- one of the reasons why people want to be famous, because it is a way to kind of live on mm-hmm. after you, sure. you know, after you are gone. Sure. Um, so I get that. Uh, I, I I'm down with that OPP. Are you? It's <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Nobody says that anymore, right? No. no. Thank goodness. OPP. That's okay. We won't tell. No wonder we can't see anything. There, there we are. There you go. There we are. Nice. <laughs> That's all the difference. Uh, it's just hilarious. Uh, it looks like Lily shrunk. The Incredible Shrinking Lily. Was that Lily Tomlin in The Incredible Shrinking? Woman? I have no idea. Uh, I've never even seen that movie. I, wow, that's a good one, Lou. I'm almost bombed. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, that's good, yeah. Wow. Mm. The Incredible Stinking Woman. Mm. That does not sound like a good one. No. <laughs> no, Smell-O-Vision. Yeah, there you go. Legit. Yeah, it's total smell Scratch and sniff. <sighs> wow. <laughs> but uh, did you see uh, Stu? I think Stu bought a new guitar. Uh-oh. Oh, did he get that uh, bass? He got. He has an Epiphone box up there. Oh so my. when we're done, you have to go up we'll and ask him what up. his big guitar is. Uh, hey, Karen. Uh. Uh. <laughs> don't, ask, don't ask it like that. Can I see your big guitar? <laughs> <laughs> Show okay. me your big guitar. Oh, hey. oh my God. Oh, I don't know. I don't oh, know. But. So um, I am going. Well, maybe I'll talk. I'm going to just say this. Uh-oh. Okay. Because I don't know where to say this in the course of the podcast. I'm going to say, say it now. now. I here's what I'm going to do. I'm starting a new YouTube channel. Okay. 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 And I haven't picked a name yet, hmm. but I'm leaning towards the terrible guitarist because people on YouTube have told me that I was a terrible guitarist. Oh. Um, or maybe the guitar hack. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna do things that like most people, most guitar channels don't do. Yeah, I'm gonna show you how to use like effects and stuff in ways that are wrong. <laughs> oh, nice. and like how you can like, just, like you do it, you know. Um, so I have a lot of ideas about stuff like that, and I'm gonna talk about some playing type stuff as well. But I think I'm going. One of the things I'm definitely gonna do is I'm going to buy a Chibson. 
Okay. And I'm going to take right. everybody through the process from well, from beginning to end of what getting a Chibson is all about. Now, I am doing some research now because... I got, I got you, Lily. Lily is going because she doesn't know, so you might... So, what, let me explain what a Chibson is, okay? Sure. There's this company that makes guitars called Gibson Guitars, mm-hmm. and they have lost their minds with what they're charging for some of these Eight. guitars. I mean, they've got guitars that are just like guitar, regular guitars. They're like nine grand, okay? Crazy. It doesn't make any fucking sense. No, no. stupid sense. Yeah, no. Not at all. No. Um, and they refuse to make like a quality overseas brand. Instead, they have Epiphone, which isn't really the same. And it's the headstock is wrong and, and, and all kinds of stuff. It's a wrong headstock. Yeah. That, that, I've heard, that's another thing I might want to talk about on my channel. It's like the headstock is super important. People that like put post uh, guitars for sale on reverb and places like that and don't show a picture of the entire guitar, they cut off the headstock. I'm like, what are you doing? I want to see what the What the fuck like. is wrong with you? Yeah. Like you, you must. This must be. Is this your first day? You know, because like it's there's no. Um, it's a whole feng shui. It has to flow. And in any case, so Gibson right now, makes these, inside Lily. I, I can I can read her mind. You know what it's saying? What nerd? nerd. Yeah, absolutely nerd. I nerd. didn't say it yet. Total nerd stuff. Total nerd it's, stuff. It's but, building up inside but, her head. But so so these there's these Chinese uh, companies that mm-hmm. are there's these luthiers in China and they are trying to break into the market by making fake Gibsons. Oh. And it says Gibson on the headstock and mm-hmm. and and the whole and the whole nine yards. And so I've been doing some research because I'm like, you know, the the old expression of it seems too good to be true, it probably mm-hmm. is, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you see like a 59 reissue for $350. <laughs> You really have to go, excuse me, um, uh, what's happening hmm. here? So I've been researching this. And I've been watching YouTubers, other YouTubers that, that have done it, and learning from their mistakes. So there's like a yes. whole process and certain things you have to sort of be prepared to do. Like you should have new pickups on hand when the guitar arrives. Right. You should have a luthier ready to like take the guitar and work the neck and everything the right yes. way, the frets and everything. Consider changing things like the tuners and stuff like that. So this is what I'm hearing about it. But the the key, the real key is the communication with the luthier to really make sure that when they when you purchase the guitar, they're sending you the picture of the guitar that you're actually purchasing uh-huh. and not some other guitar. And you have to ask a lot of questions and you just have to really... Um, Dot all the I's and cross all the T's, yes. so you don't get you know a royal screwdrop. But uh, so so basically, what I'm thinking is that I'm going to end up with a really nice like I'm going to hear the one I'm going to go for. I think is the Gary Moore reissue, okay, with the greeny thing. Yes, yes, and that's what I think I'm going to do. And so I think I'm going to end up with a really really cool guitar for around if all goes well for around a thousand dollars. If but that, that's all said and done. Yeah, yeah. Maybe less. Thousand yeah, or less. Yeah. So like instead of paying that I think that Gary Moore reissue goes, that's about like a nine, seven, nine grand mm-hmm. from Gibson. Oh mm-hmm. Like Outrageous. that is um stupid. And guitar player, shame on you for even ever even entertaining that you would buy that. Right. So um, that is my that that's one of the things I want to do with this with this YouTube channel is to right. say just do the di- shit that nobody's doing, the weird shit. Yes. All right, that sounds like fun. You know, playing a guitar with my beard. <laughs> what? <laughs> you never know. You crazy. Like you, crazy. That. you crazy. Mm-hmm. You cray. Little. You cray. Cray. <laughs> yeah. You say cray. Little you cray. Oh, well, you say you stupid. 
You're stupid. You stupid. But at least you ain't stupid. You're crazy. You're stupid. <laughs> Anyways, All um, right. so let's talk about this. This is uh um there's a lot of songs mm-hmm. that we know and love and grew up with and hurt here still hear every day mm-hmm. on classic rock radio that never charted or maybe barely charted. charted. Right. They weren't like hits. Yeah. In the traditional sense that you have a, you know, number one hit. So, um, and there's there's a whole mess. There's more than 10. We're going to entertain around 10 or so. Yeah. You know, like we normally do. So we're going to go ahead and start with Lily V6. Okay. Okay? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't always get what you want by the Rolling Stones. Oh, I can, but go ahead. <laughs> no, I usually do. <laughs> Released July 4th, 69 on the album Let It Bleed. Um it was first released on the B-side of Honky Tonk Woman in 1969. Didn't even make it onto the Hot 100 chart. When it was released as a single in 73, it finally saw some chart success. But it still only made it to number 42. It's considered to be the 100th greatest song of all time by Rolling Stone magazine. And it does have a silver certification in the UK. So that means they sold 200,000 units. So that is all. But yes, like that. this is one we hear hmm. all the time. Yeah. Probably yes. every day if you're listening to... B ninety four or B ninety four. Oh my god! I just totally <laughs> oh, aged uh, myself. Wow, sir, ma'am. DVE, ma'am, sir. <laughs> okay, yeah. so go ahead, Mister Pittsburgh. It's my turn. All right, there's so many to choose from. Oh my god, where's the one I have? I have a whole list here. I want to go to the one that I thought was kind of interesting. And I bet you I know which one you're picking. You are wrong, ma'am. Miss Good Missy day, Pitt. ma'am. I said good day. No, I know. I'll probably say that one later. Oh, you know. But anyway, um, (laughs) the boys that we all love, Van Halen, Hot for Teacher. It's on my list. That's okay. There's plenty. (laughs) I know. Um, Number 56 on the chart. Right? Are you kidding me? I hear it at least twice every day on the radio. I would say, however, that that song's It's True Life was on MTV. Yeah. That video is They played it every 20 minutes. Yeah. Every 20 minutes. It says in the notes, every 20 minutes. (laughs) Waldo. But it wasn't a radio, as much of a radio success or or a billboard um, chart topper, so. Yeah, but like I said, you hear it all the time. VH1 had them on number 36 on their list, but I guess that doesn't count, so there's that. Don't (laughs) count. Don't do that count and all that. I know. Your turn, Lou. Oh, my God. Actually, so, I, I hear that on serious radio all the time, too. Hot for Teacher. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's amazing song. It is amazing. I was... Uh, this song actually did make the charts. Oh. Um, But not very high, not very long. I'm just going to just throw it up. This isn't the one I was going to talk about. But Stairway to Heaven. Um, Recurrence chart? I guess... The, what does that mean, Lou? You know what the recurrence chart is? Where are we at on there? Mm. I don't see that. Right here. Oh, um... And digital songs. I think it these are like newer it charts. Was like reissued. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but look at the charts here. It, it uh, seventeen on the Canadian, oh, uh, and seventy nine on the European. Mm-hmm. Germany at fifteen. Yeah, right. We got to we got to twenty four in in Ireland. Um, New Zealand thirteen. Um, interesting. Huh. Interesting. That's kind of wow. Yeah. For that one. Like yeah. you would think like that is what the, I mean, it's just yeah. a famous song that you're not allowed to play it in the guitar store. Right. Every, everybody knows it. <laughs> but, 
but it's, you know, it was in there, but like barely, you know, it's not really, you know. Um, Zeppelin wasn't really, they didn't like releasing singles. That was not their thing. When their record label released Whole Lot of Love and edited out that uh, long thing long, in the middle, yeah. yeah, they were, they took a shit fit and said, Nine! We're not nine, having that. Nine! 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 <laughs> we're not having that. Yeah. Uh, but the song that I do wish to mention, yes. if I could find my list again, my Where's list, your list? My list is Highway to Hell. That is also oh. one of the most yeah. iconic songs by ACDC. Um... Uh, this Highway to Hell never uh, cracked the Hot 100 or Top 40. It peaked at uh, number 47 and 79, but their best performing song on the chart was Money, Money Talks. And that's only the number three. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they didn't do something. But they did have albums that, that went that, that reached number one, but they did not. The, again, these songs, like everybody knows these songs, like they're sideways, but they weren't. It's really funny. I think it speaks to the idea of what, is really important to people in music. Ooh. If I think if you, I think there's something to be said for for that, that it's not necessarily have anything to do with the charts. Yep. That it has more to do with something um, more uh, classic or iconic or universal or timeless. Mm-hmm. So I think there's just some music that is just timeless. Mm-hmm. You know what it has to deal with? So good. Sticking it to the man. Oh boy, that's what rock and roll. Sticking it in the butthole. St- what? What? Or that? Oh. Go ahead, uh, yeah. Lily V Six. I'm actually going to talk about a grunge song that was on the radio incessantly in the '90s. Uh, Lithium by Nirvana, um, released in '92. On Nevermind. It's one of the grunge anthems that came out at the time. Um. um and of course, the album Nevermind was like a total chart topper, but this particular single only made it to 64. Huh. And that's one of the ones that I heard all the damn time. Yay. It had heavy radio play. Um, I don't think it had heavy video play, but that means nothing in, is what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Come As You Are even like only came in at 32. So, but Nirv- like I said, Nevermind sold like 30 million copies worldwide, but the singles just did not. It didn't work out for them to sell them as singles, apparently. It just can't. Like, the album was what everybody wanted. Uh, well, yeah, and that was still during the era when albums were, like, really a thing. People yeah. wanted you mm-hmm. to put out a really, like, good album. Um, people, the, the album, people were trying to hang on to the album, I think, for a long time. But um, right now, it's not it, where, what it used to be. No, no, no. Sure. no. Sort of making a comeback. You said come. <laughs> so what do you got, Mr. Pittsburgh? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Hang on, I'm still thinking about coming back. Oh, boy. So here's another one, and this kind of falls into the category of the last one where it was really popular on MTV, but not so much in the charge, and that would be ZZ Top's Sharp Dressed Man. What? Get the hell out of oh, here. stealing my whole list. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Not that I'm reading over your shoulder, Lils. <laughs> you um, are. I only made it to 56. But again, that's one you hear all the time. All the time. I know my next one, Lily, you don't have on your list. You don't even know. I have a whole second list on my phone. You crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know what's cool about this song, though, is it was like released. Like it kept getting like back into the charts several times. Still didn't Mm -hmm. make the top. But like whenever like the documentary came out and then Duck Dynasty, that was their theme show, their theme song for the show. And then um, they played for the uh, Orange Bowl as well. So they kept reentering the charts. It just never made the top of the charts 
Oh, Top of the Pops. I wonder if Top of the Pops by the Smithereens would never made the charts. It probably didn't. Um, I have a toss up here, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna obey the rules. Okay. And I'm just going to pick one. And this is a song that blows my mind, and that is Pride in the Name of Love by U2. Oh, that's interesting. The boys. I I thought like this was like a really. It didn't really wasn't like a big hit. It stalled at 33. And just kind of never went, but I mean, it's considered like one of their like biggest songs. Like you, they, I'm sure they play it live. I'm sure that uh-huh. they wouldn't get out of the stadium alive without <laughs> performing it. Pride in the name of yeah, love. Yeah. That Sunday bloody Sunday, they had a couple like that. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, big crowd pleaser. Um, tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. Fourth studio album, The Unforgettable Fire. Um, but it just was not, it didn't really, it pooped out. It didn't do its Poop thing. Just like that. What do you got? I have Rebel Yell by Billy Idol. No way. With a Rebel Yell. For the amount of airplay, radio play, and MTV this one received. <laughs> wow. I don't even know what's going on now. I'm trying to do my best it only Billy, came, Idol Billy Idol It only came in at number 46. Um, There's a band named Billy Idol Face. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was co-written by Steve Stevens in the instrumental introduction. Right down on the list. Steve Stevens was able to make um, the guitar solo. I don't even know what I'm doing. Uh, the, the electric sound and the electronic sound keyboard that sounded like a keyboard. It was all his guitar. That's what I'm trying to get at. He, he did that on purpose. Um, it has been covered by many different bands. Children of Bodom, Him, Drowning Pool, Dope, Blackville Brides, Adrenaline Mob, Bullets, Octane, blah, 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 all of them. And it has appeared in uh, a lot of the movies at the time. So 16 Ooh. Candles, The Legend mm-hmm. of Billie Jean. Yes. Um, the Wraith, so it never charted higher than 46, which is kind of sad because I think I've heard, I think I still hear that. Oh, yeah, I heard it just the other day. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I heard it today. So a little, <laughs> little thing about his guitar sound, that, that electronic noise. Steve Stevens was in a toy store, and a kid picked up some sort of electronic ray gun, yeah. and he heard the noise. He's like, oh, oh, oh. he bought the gun, <laughs> took it to his guitar tech, and he actually put it into his guitar, and there was a little button that he would hit <gasps> that would make that... Yeah, so I love watching him play. Oh, Steve! I think he's so entertaining. He's a nice boy too. I can tell. He's, he's kind of attractive. He's got a Nikki Six thing going. Yeah, on. Exactly. Yeah, with the black hair. And yeah, yeah. All yeah. you got to do for Lily is just put shoe polish in your hair. Yeah, and that's you know, not wrong. That's and well, that's... you have to have hair, Lou. That's the only thing. What do you? Who's next? Me. You, Mister Pittsburgh. Go. Here we go. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost of Canada. Here it is, Lily. That's not even what I thought you were going to say, but go on. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Tom Sawyer, one of their most famous songs. Tom Sawyer didn't chart? 44. Oh, wow. 44. Yeah. What? What? Their signature song only made it to 44. That was another song that they couldn't leave the stage without playing, I think. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Hey, they played Tom Sawyer. I don't remember them playing Tom Sawyer. Ooh. Oh, that that's good? a new flavor. You like that? <laughs> oh my! Oh, that's a good one there. You know. Oh, magic! Sorry, I got distracted by passion yeah, it fruit. Happens. Passion. It happens. Passion. Now he's gonna kill. Now he's gonna. Kill. <coughs> you okay. Comfortably numb. Nuh-uh. Arguably picking pink pinkin pickin 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 paws. Floyd. Pinkin and Floyd. Yeah. And like second most famous song. It is not a no. Fifty three. Wow. 
Uh, top two hundred albums. Seventy nine. The album was huge. It was a, the album was ginormous. Another brick in the wall. Part two was a big hit. That's so funny. When I, I was get a kick out of that when the part two song is the one that becomes it's like this uh-huh. is the po- week that's a podcast the police have synchronicity to yeah. which is which not synchronicity right, wasn't the right. hit synchronicity too is mm-hmm. the hit mm-hmm. um so yeah, another brick in the wall was massive it has a disco beat and i roller skated to that of course you did who hasn't i did too yeah <laughs> yes that was my that was my introduction to pink floyd was oh i thought they were a disco band <laughs> i nice. did they're not <laughs> you guys, I was you kind of. I mean, I was just a like nerdy little kid who just like I just didn't know anything. I, now you're they nerdy big kid. The, they, the, they played it at the roller rink, and that's all I knew. Oh, I miss that place over there. Yeah, you played your album backwards and watched. Thank God it's Friday. It syncs up. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah, um, run like hell reached fifty three. Excuse me, comfortably numb didn't even come anywhere near on anything. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. He topped the album. The Wall, though, did top the album charts for 15 weeks and has gone on to sell over 20 million copies uh, in the U.S. alone. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's a masterpiece. And everybody, you know, it's, it's one of the, the... Learning the guitar solo to that is like the guitarist, guitarist rise to manhood. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's just like, you know, yes, yes. very, you know... One of these like epic things. There's two guitar solos actually, and it, it's just as well. It's probably why it didn't chart two guitar mm. solos. People could, mm. God forbid, Can't handle that. Somebody yeah. have to listen to a guitar solo, let alone twice. Like my favorite part. Who them? Who them? Yeah, I uh, went to see Brit Floyd a uh, long way back. I love them, and um, it's a great show. The, the whole they, they are a tribute band in the sense that they are literally the whole show is a tribute to Pink Floyd in the sense mm-hmm, that they've mm-hmm. got these beautiful video displays mm, where they lasers. sort of show like the history of the different members and it's yeah, really neat. Very cool. But when they did Comfortably Numb, they actually acted out the scene in the movie. Oh yeah? They had the guy on the chair. Right. And, and they did a rear projection thing where it was like, you felt like you were kind of in the movie. It was cool. really neat. It's very cool. cool. It was super cool. It was like, it was it was fucking great. And the, each they have two guitarists and one played one soul one played it was it was epic it was like the it was like standing ovation like people like this was the, it was like the greatest thing that happened <clears throat> but yeah I can't believe that so go ahead uh, Lily V6 this one is kind of yes and no I'm sorry I keep hitting you with my chair. Oh, mommy. Uh, this is Dream On by Aerosmith uh, released in 73 wow um, it was their first major hit classic rock radio staple but when it came out in 73 it peaked at number 59 59 dudes no no, no, no. they were it was very popular like locally in boston it was like number one on all the charts in boston of course quick get some water Um, but when it was reissued in 76 it did make it to number six so later on it charted but when it came out it did not so i'm still counting it on my list yeah and it it, like this is one they, they play it at every single show you hear it on the radio all the time i'm when i first heard it a long time ago, I didn't even know that was Steven Tyler singing because his voice has changed so much over yeah. the years. I thought it was Joe Perry singing <clears throat> when I first heard it, <clears throat> way back when. I I um oh I have a something for you, Lily. Oh. Hey, since you're an Aerosmith fan, are you have you ever heard, seen the movie Air America with Mel Mel Gibson and Robert Downey Jr.? I have not. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> it has. I I, I watch. I hadn't. I don't think I ever actually seen it, but when I remember when it came out, there were there were some big. Um, 
there were some singles that got released. One of them was a, a song, and I can't remember the name of the song. It was BB King and Bonnie Raitt, and they they had a they had a hit okay. single. It's on the soundtrack, but Aerosmith is on the soundtrack. Doing oh. Love Me Two Times by The Doors. OMG. Wow. And it sounds really good. I have to listen to this. It sounds fucking yeah. great. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. And uh, so just maybe wow. when you were talking about Aerosmith. I have to but that I, down. I watched that. I hadn't. Fascinating. What's it called? Air America? Air America. It's, <clears throat> Mel, it's like, it was like Mel Gibson when he was like in his like heyday. You know, yeah. okay. he was just coming off the Lethal Weapon thing. You know, it was a big star. I added a bunch of those to my list, like that, um, Tequila Sunrise, mm. um, mm-hmm. Payback, um, Ransom. I watched Ransom. Ransom? Ransom yeah, yeah, it was good. But uh, yeah, you should check you should, uh, I will check definitely that listen check, to that. Check it out, Nat. Check it out. Check it all out and everything. <laughs> what do you got, Mr. Pittsburgh? This one blew my mind. Right through your face. Okay. I was just checking to see which one Blew my mind, I tell you. <laughs> Lily was looking at my crotch, okay. so I had to take a second. My crotch mind. <laughs> I hate you guys. Because <laughs> that's what my list is. Uh, that could be my a band name, crotch mind. Cr- put it, write it down. <laughs> so uh, Ozzy Osbourne and Crazy Train. Crazy. I know that. That's crazy. Yeah, that is. It, it train. is crazy. Crazy, crazy train. Um, that's like yeah. cray. It's, it's so oh, cray. You cray. Uh, Better than being stupid. Why you got to go be cray? It's better than being stupid. Cray cray. Looky here. Um, yeah, only made it to a hundred and six. What? Can Metal, you that's why. Believe that? That's crazy. Everybody Trey. has to poo poo on the metal. Yeah, that's exactly. I get a poo poo on my metal. Oh my! You're right. You okay there? Oh boy. Oh, I don't know which one I wanted to. Oh, we already talked about that one. Oh, I don't know. I don't like. Oh, this is kind of interesting. That yeah. one shocks me too. Th- this is this is <laughs> this is just as shocking as Crazy Train. I think "Blown in the Wind" by Bob Dylan. Right. Oh, it's one of the most treasured songs in Dylan canon. It's been recorded by the likes of Stevie Wonder, who had a top ten hit with it. Dolly Parton, Sam Cooke, Ziggy Marley, Folk Trio, Peter Paul, and Mary released it as a single in '63, and it went all the way to number two. Dylan's own version. That year didn't do as well, failing to even chart. Bonus points, Dylan would go on to release 12 songs that reached the top 40, though none since 79's Gotta Serve Somebody. Oh. Huh, Gotta Serve Somebody, remember? Yep, that remember was, I like that? that record. Yeah, Slow Train yeah, coming. I like that's it a, too. That's a good album. Uh, yeah, so that's a, uh, I mean, and that is considered a classic mm-hmm. song. Not a lot of people, a lot of people cover it, of course. But yeah, I was I was like, what? I was like, what, 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 what? Yeah, I thought everybody like, loved Dylan. <laughs> yeah, Bob Dylan was my hero for many years. I said I said that like I had some hero worship with Sting, but Bob Dylan was my man until I heard Tom Waits. Oh, and then yeah, when I discovered yeah, yeah. Tom Waits, I was like, Bob, you hmm. you you going on the shelf, buddy. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to number two. No offense, Bob. No offense. No offense. <laughs> no offense here, Bob. Number one, I ordered you to take a number two. <laughs> That's me taking a number two. I don't even know what that means anymore. I don't either. I just let him go sometimes. Anyways. Don't you shake my head? Yes. So that is mine for this round. What do you got? This is the one I thought Kevin was going to say early on was Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. Um, Reach 51. Oh, I was going to say that. No, I'll cry. On the Billboard Hot 100. Um, Certified Gold in October of 2009 with over 500,000 copies sold in the United States. This one is 
frequently performed during tours. Nix has sung it on every Fleetwood Mac tour since joining the band, with the exception of the Shake the Cage tour, as well as uh, all of her own solo tours from 2005 on. So, shocking. I hear it all the time. Probably played all yep. the time at the time in, what, 1975? I don't know. I wasn't born yet. I love... <laughs> I, I, I actually like Billy Corgan's version of it. I love it, yes. It does a good version Dixie Chicks does a good job, too, yeah, even though Chixie I'm not a, Dicks. not a really big fan of Dixie Chicks. <laughs> Chixie Dicks. Yeah, nice. Chixie Dicks. Nice guys. Wow. Good guys. Nice ladies. <laughs> they are nice ladies. Not I really. won't kick none in my bed for eating crackers. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well. They might kick me out of bed. What, anything to say? Anybody saying anything? Uh, we have Wookiee McKinnon saying, hey, buddy. Yo, I buddy. Know, uh-huh. I don't know who that is. And Lulu Scholl, who we haven't seen in a while Hi, watching Lulu. the podcast. So, hey, Lulu, how's it going? And, and of course, Kevin with thinks he's chopped liver. Thanks for saying hi to me, Lulu. Now I feel like one of the family. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. After all, what is... Yes? What? What? What is... What is hamburger? Chopped ham? No, it's chopped steak. And what goes better with steak than A1 steak sauce? That is correct, sir. Ew, gross. What? You guys put steak sauce on your steak? No, I don't There eat was some. Um, oh. Don't you remember those commercials, Kevin? Yeah, I remember the. Well, Lily wasn't born then. Probably Lily not. doesn't remember the commercials. But there's where they were like, oh, man, that was, that commercial was so famous. Like, Saturday mm-hmm. Night Live did parodies of it mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. It was funny as fuck. Okay, I digress. Continue. It was funny. Oh, it's my turn. Tis. Here's another one, and if you're ever in a band, this this is probably one of your staples. If you were in a classic rock band, probably one of your staples. But <laughs> it's my glasses hitting the microphone, everybody. I need to invest in contact lenses. Anyway, the Clash. You are looking at my papers. Should I stay or should I go? Lou and I actually played this together on stage. Did you know that? Oh, yes, I did it now. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen you guys perform. The yeah, other side only now. made it to forty-five. And how many times was it released? Five bazillion. Three. <laughs> oh, three. See, Lily knows more than I do. Well, tell me about it, Lily. All I know is um, it was released not once, not <laughs> twice, but I three know. times. It failed twice to chart in the U.S. Instead, Rock the Casbah became the Clash's first top there you ten go. single in America. And it just. It failed all the time. Should I, should I stay or should I go? Was um, was played on the radio though. I'm, I heard it on DVD. Yeah, I still hear it. B ninety four, because obviously I can't remember. Yeah, B ninety four in the brain. I know, I do. B94 I don't even know why I said that. Brain. I haven't even listened to B ninety four. Maybe you should to when start. I was a kid. Yeah, Lou, do you remember WPEZ? Yes, here in Pittsburgh. Yes, yeah. WPEZ. Yeah, WPEZ. I forget what it turned into. I think it's now Bob. I love Bob. No, Bob's 96-something. Ah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it just don't matter no it's more. Relevant. Surrender by Cheap Trick. Great song, right? This one su- doesn't actually surprise me that much. Mm, I'll tell you why. Because everybody loves them live. Yes, I do love me some Cheap more Trick. More than on the radio. But still, yes. Kind of surprising that they didn't chart at all. Yep. It just did not... It just didn't I love Cheap Trick. I do. Too. Reasonable explanation. It was the band's first charting single. Huh. So Top 40 Radio was skeptical. So, um, but when they, you know, so it took that live at Budokan with I Want You to Want Me and Ain't That a Shame and those songs to really kind of, you know, get people interested in them. It probably would, if they had not, it had not been released as their first single, so they had released it later Maybe, on. Yeah. It probably mm-hmm. would have charted. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, 
that that's not all that uncommon for um, bands just coming out of the gate. Right the They're gate. so underrated, though. Yeah. Well, we talked about them. Yeah, we have. And you want to add any other, Mr. Pittsburgh, before? No, I just got one more here that just popped up in my list, and that was uh, Black Sabbath, or uh, uh, Iron Man. Iron Man. I don't think Paranoid uh, charted either, but go ahead. That's a good one. Only made it to 52 for his, you know, it's everywhere. Iron Man's everywhere. It's a movie. Whoa. Speaking of Robert Downey Jr. I never made the connection, Mr. Obvious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only made it to 52. <laughs> Crazy. No. Shit. Honky! Honky, do it again! One more time, honk! Come on! <laughs> See, when you do the horn and then follow it up with a laugh, that's not okay. No? <laughs> <coughs> well, it's a horny laugh. Well, there it is. That's not my only Hot for Teacher Highway to Hell, Dream On, Tom Sawyer, Pride in the Name of Love, Blown in the Wind, Landslide, Should I Stay or Should I Go, Surrender an Iron Man. Iron Man. Unbelievable. That's incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that, Lou? Lily, you weren't born yet. Probably not. So before we do new and notable, let's play a game. Okay. (laughs) We're going to go around the room. Oh, Oh, boy. Here we go around the room again, the room again. So, so what we're going to do is we're going to play a game. Okay. And we're going to, you have to take a movie title uh-huh. and replace one of the words with oh, asshole. For fuck's sake. A movie title? And you have to replace one of the words. Okay. God. Who's so, first, me? Who wants to start? <laughs> I'll start. Go ahead, Mr. Pittsburgh will start. <laughs> Crimson Asshole. Crimson Asshole. Starring. (laughs) Close Encounters of the Third Asshole. (laughs) Or (laughs) Asshole Encounters of the Third Kind. You can do all kinds of stuff with that one. Gone with the Asshole. Gone with the Asshole. I like it. Cool Asshole Luke. (laughs) Independence Asshole. What? Why? Asshole Why are we day. doing this? It's just wrong. It's just um, wrong, sir. Why? <laughs> Eight assholes in a duffel bag. All right. <laughs> Remember, folks, this content is free. You're getting your money's worth tonight. I've had enough. Wow. <laughs> Why? It's fun. Let's have some fun with it. Some fun. Gotta have a little fun in life. I have fun every day wow. of my life. Uh, oh my god. Uh-huh. So, anyways, I thought we would have a little fun. Obviously, Lily's yeah, a white sofa. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, I picked two good ones. That's enough. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see a full f- podcast of that. No, we could go on <laughs> for days. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, with Lou? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, War of the Assholes, the Asshole Machine, American mm-hmm. Asshole, <laughs> American Asshole in London. <laughs> oh my God, American Asshole in London. Asshole. That could be like Step a, Assholes. There you go, Step Assholes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Bruce Asshole. Days of Assholes. Asshole Mighty. Mm-hmm. I don't know which mm-hmm. one to go with. Mm-hmm. Top asshole. <laughs> Top asshole. Asshole gun. 
Apocalypse <laughs> asshole. Of mice and asshole. <laughs> See, Ass- you started, you asshole. Asshole now. Yep, asshole now. <laughs> Forest asshole. Oh, God. oh, boy. Wayne's asshole. <laughs> asshole world. <laughs> Austin asshole. No. Why? 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 Somebody help us. <laughs> Send your tax deductible dollars to help Ludini. Uh, the grapes of assholes. That's a great movie. <laughs> or the assholes of wrath. <laughs> There's a band name. There a metal band. The assholes. Mm-hmm. That's why you wanted us to do this. No, so. that's why. <laughs> Truth comes out. Oh my god! So, Ann Wilson has a new record out. She Ooh. does. Uh, it actually came out in April, though, so we've missed it. <laughs> but it is a we're a little slow mix of her own music, so original stuff plus some covers. And she's had some people assist her with this, so she has uh, members of Government Mule on it, um, Kenny Wayne Shepherd's on it, uh, Vince Gill is on it, which is kind of cool, and it sounds great. Um, it is actually called something I don't know, Fierce Bliss. <laughs> Uh, and like I said, it came out in April, and it sounds great. Um, some people say it's a little bit um, overdone, but I think it sounds really good. I think she sounds strong on it. Um, that's all I have to say, really. You should just listen to it. Her range well, is good on it. That's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to get out of my mouth. Okay. All right then. All right. 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 Have us some mega tried All right. Already. Oh boy. <laughs> Um, Other Worlds by the Pretty Reckless just got Ooh. dropped, I don't know, like in August, I think. Um, and it's pretty much, um, it's kind of some covers and other, they call reimaginings. But they do a cool version of What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding by Elvis Costello. Um, and it isn't, it's acoustic in the sense, I mean, the band is, a full band is playing, but they're playing in a kind of subdued acoustic kind mm-hmm. of, you know, okay. mellow mellow kind of sound. I mean, That's different for them. Uh, well, that, and, you know, I used to, something you have to kind of consider about being in a band <clears throat> is if you release albums that are a little bit different, when you play your concerts, then you're like, you have a like a lot of mater- cool material to yeah, kind of like yeah. vary the show with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Whereas if you're ACDC, it's all it's basically the, the one it's level the whole right, time. That's right. I'm okay with that. Too, and, and, and that's and I'm not knocking them. That's just what they do. Yeah. But um, it does. It's it's kind of a cool thing. I you know I remember different um, artists over the years releasing records and I'm like, ah, this isn't really my favorite because they went in this direction or that direction. But then we go see them live and be like, oh no, it was kind of cool. They like, created mm-hmm, like a neat mm-hmm. dynamic when they went yep. into this um, thing, you know. Uh, very cool. Um, yeah, pr- right, pretty cool. rec- pretty reckless. So what do you, do you guys know who Post Malone is? I've heard the Sadly. name. Heard the name. So he has this, he's a rapper. Oh boy. And he has a, uh, we put out a video. I don't know if it's a video or a series of videos. I forget of doing Nirvana songs. He's playing guitar. Interesting. Okay. And he play, he, what kind of guitar? He's playing Gibson Les Paul. Okay. All right. Let me, see, let me pull this up. Come on, shut up Malone. I won't. And I will not. On, Nirvana. Here it is. Post Malone. Nirvana. Okay. So I don't know if it's a whole concert or if it's just. Oh, it's a live live stream. Oh, that was a live stream. Oh, and nice. it's an hour. Is he in my is he in my music room there? <laughs> so there he is. Oh, okay. Oh, Rick and Bach. 
Yeah, and uh, they're dressed period he, appropriate. He always wears dresses. What? Just so People you know. who need help in the... And I believe that is Travis Barker playing drums. That would not surprise me. There he's playing the solo. Oh, okay. All right. We don't dare play too much, but... Um, All right. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. All right, yeah, it's, not, it's not bad. It's, 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 I will it's expand interesting. my mind I think a that, little um, bit. But I was introduced to this through Justin Hawkins' channel. Oh, okay. He, he did a like a review of it. And I wasn't really sure, you know, where it was going to go. I'm liable to do. I thought it sounded good. He, he did too. Um, also, there is, I, I believe, a deluxe or a sort of remaster, or something of Coda, oh. by Led Zeppelin. And Michael Nolan has a great um, track by track video of it. You can Bless find you. on YouTube. I like to take each week. You guys know, take something that's going on on YouTube and mm-hmm. and uh, review. <clears throat> you know. Talk about it. You guys might find it. I'll put the uh, put the links in the show notes. Yeah. Okay, let's go and find out what was going on in the top 40. Oh, yeah. Way back on... Nothing on our list. Nothing on our list, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of the top 40, right? So, let's... What's... what's uh, Let's pick a date. What decade? Let's pick a... Let's pick a... Let's, let's go to the 80s. There you go. And... What do you feel? I think love? we did eighty-five before. Let's do eighty-two. Yeah, let's eighty-two, do that. Lou. Eighty-two, Lou. And this is the week of November, 20- the very end of yeah, November, last week of November. Here we go. Okay, at number ten. Wow, I don't remember this song. At number ten, "Muscles" by Diana Ross. Yeah, I don't know that one. The Girl is Mine, Michael Jackson, Apollo yeah. Paul. The Diane Girl is Mine. Yeah, fucking girl is mine. Ste- Joe Jackson, I love this guy. Yeah. Stepping out, big hit Man Eater by Daryl nice. Hall and I John love that Oates. Song. Hey, Mickey, you're so hey. fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Mickey. Yeah. Tony Basil. Heartlight. Oh, the song that was supposed oh, to be wow. in E.T. but was not used. Oh. And Neil Diamond ended up having a hit with it. it. Was at number five. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of movies, up where we belong, Joe Cocker and Jennifer Warnes. I forget the movie. Wait, do I know this one? Uh, Officer and a Gentleman. Yes, I did. Okay. I did know this. Yep. I did know. This. Yep. <clears throat> I believe we did an extensive talk about this song on a previous podcast. We did a long time ago. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so we'll get into it. Heart Attack by Olivia Newton John. Gloria by I Laura Branigan. We all go. Yeah. I saw Laura Branigan. It, um, the Fourth of July maybe thing or maybe the regatta or something at really? Point State Park. Oh, nice. Wow. And and there was the, the reason I went though was not for Laura Branigan. There was two opening acts that I wanted to see. The first one was the Flash Cats. You remember the Flash Cats? Vaguely, yeah. And then the second one was the man himself, B. E. Taylor. No. Ooh. And this is when he was at his. He had released Love Won the Fight. It was a big wow. album. <clears throat> and man, it was he, they bought he, Rick Witowski just tore it up on guitar. Wow, they were just killer. Um, number one song this week was "Truly" by Lionel Richie. Nice. Oh, okay, that, oh you drink White Claw, not Truly, so never mind. Oh. Yeah, I would never drink that Truly. Been, just kind of perusing through. Um, Dirty Laundry was oh, at eleven. I love that song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rock this town stay, uh, yeah, by Stray Cats. Cats. Uh, sexual Healing by Marvin Gaye, big big wow. song. Men at Work came on with uh, Who Can It Be? Now they were dropping from number six. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Down Under was also on the charts. Uh-huh. 
Uh, Phil Collins is uh, was up to number forty from forty nine with "You Can't Hurry Love." Remember when he started to break as a solo artist? Mm-hmm. Fa- mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it was interesting. It was interesting. Um, let's see here. Here were the ones that debuted. Debut. Uh, "Heart to Heart" by Kenny Loggins. Wow, it's a good song. Wow, you know that one, yeah. Lily? I do not know that one. Love in Store by Fleetwood Mac. I don't know if I know that. Heart of the Night by Juice Newton. I don't Juice know. Newton. Oh, Allentown I by Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right Before Your Eyes. I don't know if I know it. Nowhere to Run. Oh, Santana had these 80s songs. Okay. This is funny. This is totally hilarious. I went down a Santana rabbit hole a couple months ago. Did you? And <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. He okay. has this whole string of things that he did in the 80s where, like, it's essentially 80s disco. With a Santana guitar right, solo. Right, With a Santana twist. Yeah. <clears throat> so they'd be like, <clears throat> there's no Santana on the whole song. He, it's like he came in one day, played the solo. And left. And left. Yeah, left. Yeah. You know, that yeah. was it. Wow. Yeah. Um, was this, El- there was an Elvis medley out. Wow. It was weird. Oh, the Twilight Zone by, Go- by Golden, Golden Earring. Earring. I love go. that song. Interesting. Noise. Interesting. Um... Let's see what what you're gonna do by Ch- I love that name Chilliwack, <laughs> Chilliwack. Got shocked the monkey. I do. Get closer that. by Linda Ronstadt was uh, was like uh, just just popped on the charts. Mm. <clears throat> so uh, it was a fun week. 1982 this week in 1982. All right, now the one we've all been waiting for oh, this breath. week and what the Beatles did. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. So, so, just a funny, fun Beatles thing. Yeah. Penny Lane. You guys know that song, Penny Lane? Of course, yes. It has that high piccolo Uh trumpet. Well, there are so many tracks on that song that there's stuff that's just inaudible because they just layered and layered. Right, right, right. And they they were pretty much done with it. And Paul... McCartney had watched the, I believe, the London Symphony Orchestra perform the Brandenburg Concerto. Mm-hmm. And he came in the next day and he said to George Martin, what was that on the Brandenburg Concerto, that really like high? He goes, oh, that's a piccolo. It's a high trumpet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is why Penny Lane oh, really? has the piccolo trumpet on there. Cool. The, guy that, pl- the guy that played is a guy named Dave Mason. And not that Dave Mason. Oh, I was going to say. And uh, he was a classical musician. And they... They played and he nailed it like one take. Yeah. And Paul McCartney, they were all in the studio like gobsmacked about how good it was. And Paul McCartney said, "Let's do another take." <clears throat> and Dave Mason was like, "I'm sorry, like nope. there's abs- I cannot play that." And, and George Martin was kind of embarrassed. Yeah. And Paul McCartney was doing that because he was oh like, God. "Paul, Dude, he's a pro. like brilliant shit." You know, yeah. like yeah. calm down. You got what you wanted. Just a fun oh, little fun, fun little fact there. Um. Uh, Winif- Winifred Out Atwell was mm-hmm. at number one on the UK singles charts on this day with Let's Have Another yeah. Party. Let's have another party. The first black artist to reach number one in the UK and the first black artist to sell a million records. Oh. Nice. Oh, let's have a, let's have another party. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> the first one was pretty good. Oh boy. 1960, mm-hmm. Elvis Presley started a six week run. I lost it. Oh, I'm sorry. Come on, I was trying to adjust it. So. I didn't memorize it. Sorry. Hold a sec, hold a sec. Let me, let me get this straight. I want to do this and pull this over here so you make it easier for all y'all to see. Go ahead. Elvis Presley started his six week run at number one on the US yeah, the chart runs. with Are You Lonesome Tonight, his Are third US number one. 
1960. The single included a spoken passage loosely based on Shakespeare. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. <clears throat> Before I knew Wait. what Shakespeare was when I was yes. a kid, I yeah. literally thought it meant like shaking your spear. Shaking a spear. Well, that's what it means. I don't know where, you, where you're coming from. Here we go. On this day, 1962, the Beatles performed two evening shows. The first at the Cavern Club in Liverpool and the second at Who am the, I liver? Sometimes. At the 527 Club in Liverpool. The 527 Club show was a dance for the staff of Lewis <laughs> Department Store in Liverpool held on the top floor of the store. That's, That's kind of cool. Fun. Hey, so... Uh, uh, Could you imagine you having what? that, like, yeah. memory? Yeah. We saw the Beatles. They played our Christmas party or whatever. Yeah, right. <clears throat> yeah. Like, no, you didn't. Yeah, they did. So I have uh, my... Uh, the case for my one dot, my Epiphone dot, has been to the Cavern Club. Oh. I bought it off of uh, John down at Pittsburgh Guitars, and they went to England and played the Cavern Club, and he showed me a picture of... Because he took his ZS-335... And he showed me him standing out there with my case. I now own that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go home and kiss it. Tonight. No, you have to frame it. 1964, <laughs> the Shangri-Las went to number one at, on, the U- on the U.S. Singles Chart with Teen Death Song Ooh. "Leader of the Pack." I love that song. When released in the U.K., the song was refused airplay by the BBC, what? probably due to its death theme, oh, where it went on to chart three times, number 11 and 65, number three and 72, by the time which the BBC ban had been lifted, once again, number seven wow. in 1976. Nice. Wow. There must have been things that happened in the media or mm-hmm. something where <clears throat> it brought it uh, it brought it back to people's attention, yeah. I'll never forget you, leader of the pack. And then there's the, yeah, 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 yeah. that's yeah. awesome. Shangri-La. Oh. Oh. Oh, my. Oh, here we go, Lils. The Beatles recorded their last fan club record as a group. Christmas time is here again. The Beatles' Christmas record was, were spoken, well, the Beatles' Christmas records were spoken in musical messages from the group that were posted out on FlexiDisc, wow, at Christmas time to members of their official fan clubs wow. in the United Kingdom and the United States. This is 1967. I bet you that'd be worth some money today. Oh, I'm sure. On this day, 1970, Dave Edmonds was at number one in the UK singles chart with his version of the 1955 Smiley Lewis hit, I Hear You Knocking. <laughs> I love that song. But you can't <laughs> also, come in. Right? Also the first release on the, is that MAM record label? M-A-M? That's what I would say. Okay. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. That's what I always say. Speaking of Bob Dylan, this day in 1970, Dylan's 11th studio album, New Morning, was on the UK charts. His sixth UK number one, the album featured If Not For You, which was recorded by George Harrison on the 1970 album All Things Must Pass and became the title track for Olivia Newton-John's 1971 debut album. That shows you what an amazing songwriter Bob Dylan is. Both George Harrison and Olivia Newton-John seem pretty disseparate artists. Yes. You know. Have you know released a song? Crazy, cray. That's like cray. Stupid. You so cray. Then are you cray? Stupid. <laughs> 1974, John Lennon made one of his final concert appearances when he joined Elton John on stage at the Madison Square Gardens in the in New York City. Lennon performed three songs: "Whatever Gets You Through the Night," "I Saw Her Standing There," and "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds." <laughs> Did he also wear glitter I, and I, sequins? I betcha. 
On this day, 1976, the Tom Robinson Band made their debut at the Hope and Anchor London. The band's biggest hit, 2468 Motorway, peaked at number five in the UK in October 77. Robinson now works as a radio presenter. I do not know who Tom Robinson is. I don't know who that guy is. The name sounds familiar. It's probably somebody I should... Oh, um... Yes. Oh, must pause. Okay. All right. He has a. Uh, I think it's a very successful blog. My buddy, Carrie <clears throat> J.K. I believe um, it told me told me about him. But he's uh, he's like a uh, he's a very successful music blog and tries to help musicians. I believe if I'm okay. I could be think of somebody else. On this day in '76, the Sex Pistols appeared on the BBC's Nationwide <laughs> and ITV's London Crazy. Weekend Show in the UK. Crazy. The Pistols of Sex. <laughs> 1987, REM had their first entry in the top 10 on the U.S. singles chart with The One I Love. Well, on this day in 1987, (laughs) taken from the film Dirty Dancing, the Jennifer Mm -hmm. Warren's duet with Bill Medley, I've Had the Time of My Life went to number one on the U.S. singles chart. In the U.K., the song had two chart outings. In November 1987, after the film's initial release, the song peaked at number six. And in January 1991, after the film was shown on mainstream TV, the song reached number eight. I think that was the, the what something to do, why the leader of the pack by the show probably it was probably, like that yeah featured in. The film. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, sir. May I have another? Today in 1987, David Bowie played the second of four sold-out nights during his Glass Spider tour in Australia and New Zealand at the Kooyong Stadium in Melbourne. That's some shit. Ah, oh, Lily's favorite band. <sighs> 1991, Nirvana recorded a performance for BBC TV music show Top of the Pops in London when asked to lip-sync Smells Like Teen Spirit to a pre-recorded tape Kurt Cobain protested by singing an octave lower. He later confirmed he was imitating Morrissey from the Smiths and attempted to eat his microphone at one point. He also changed some of the lyrics, exchanging the opening line, load up on guns, bring your friends, for load up on drugs, kill your friends. Surprise! a <laughs> boy. On this day, 1992, Whitney Houston started a record-breaking 14-week run at number one on the U.S. singles charts with I Will Always Love You. Taken from the Bodyguard soundtrack, the song was written by Dolly Parton. For Porter Wagner. Was it really? She wrote it for Porter Wagner. Wow. Uh, drummer Jerry Edmonton was killed in a car crash. Oh, no. Drummer, he was in the band Steppenwolf. I remember when that happened. On yeah. this day in 1993. Because I had just met him. Oh, man. Right before that. Uh, 1999, Cliff Richard started a three-week three <laughs> run at number one on the UK singles chart with Millennium Prayer. Despite the record being boycotted by most radio stations, it became Cliff's 14th UK number one. Um, interesting factoid about Cliff Richard. Rich Clifford. Rich Clifford. Um, in the, when he was coming up on the late 1950s, early 1960s in England, the uh, country had a ban on bringing in foreign instruments. Yes. From, from, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but he wrote to Fender and said, could you send me a catalog? Mm-hmm. And he saw on the cover of the catalog was a red... Fender Stratocaster with gold hardware, yes. and he said, "My guitarist Hank Marvin absolutely has to have this guitar," and he bought it for him. Mm. Wow. Made special arrangements 
and to get, uh, to, to, to get it over here. But by the time it arrived and everything, the van had the been, van had been lifted. The van had been lifted. Oh, but yeah. so it's probably probably Hank was probably the first guitarist in England playing a strat, playing a Stratocaster. Very cool. It's very very interesting. Very interesting. All right. This day in 2000, Madonna played her first British show for more than uh, for more than seven years. Played her first show for more than seven years. Eh, that's worded weird. At London's Brixton Academy, tickets changed hands for more than a thousand pounds. QXL.com is that right? Yes. Uh, on the internet, okay, this is two thousand. On the internet, auctioneer sold one pair for two thousand two hundred and four pounds. Nothing compared to Taylor Swift. <laughs> and this day in two thousand, David Bowie was crowned the musician's musician. Bowie beat the Beatles and alternative rockers Radiohead in a survey by NME that asked hundreds of pop, excuse me, top rock and pop stars to name their biggest musical influence. Interesting. 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 <clears throat> I could definitely see all three of those artists as really big mm -hmm. influences on people. I mean, so many people love Radiohead. Like, I, I mean, I think they're a great band. I just... I don't know that I I kind of missed them or they passed yeah, me by. Yeah, I wasn't, you know what I mean. I wasn't. I love Radiohead. I wasn't hip to them or something, and I didn't quite get into them like I I, I may have. Um, Tony, two thousand and two. Tony McCarroll, the original drummer with Oasis, failed in a bid to sue the group's lawyers after he was sacked because he took too long to file his claim. Judge Justice Gray at the High Court in London told McCarroll his case could not proceed because he had brought his claim outside of the six-year time limit. Snooze you lose. Idiot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, on this day in 2004, Metallically... Metallically. Metallically. Metallica. Metallica played their <laughs> last played the last show of their 137-day Madly... <laughs> Thanks, Lou. Madly in Anger with the World Tour at the HP Pavilion in San Jose, California. I know exactly where that's at. It became the fourth highest grossing tour of 2004, reaping, listen to this, Lou, $60.5 million in ticket sales. Wow. Mm. I would have I would have done it for $55 million. <laughs> Springsteen's going to make that much in just like three concerts. Yeah, right? right? With those $10,000 tickets, oh, whatever. <clears throat> Uh, to stay in 2006, actress Pamela Anderson filed for divorce actress. from rapper Kid Rock after just four months of marriage. In a statement on her website, uh, the 39-year-old confirmed she had split from Rock. I forgot that was a thing. Gee whiz. <laughs> wow. 2013, it was reported that George Harrison's sister was living in a prefabricated home and struggling for money since her allowance from the Beatles star's estate was cut off about a year and a half after he died. 82-year-old Louise Harrison admitted that she had no access to her brother's multi-million dollar fortune and was cash poor living in rural Missouri. She never challenged her brother's estate, adding, I don't care about the money. It's been over 10 years and I haven't made any ripples. Aww. They haven't played with her nipple for 10 years. No, that's not what it said, Lou. <laughs> Do we even know who this guy no, is? No, we're going to miss exactly. it. We're going to skip it. Skip it. Skip on down to the other side. Let's talk about some birthdays. I'm Barry Gordy. Founder of Thanks, Motown, Gary born Gordy. this day in 1929. Mm. Gary Troxell of Fleetwoods, happy birthday. Clem Curtis. Yes, sir. British singer. Bruce Channel, uh, U.S. singer, mm. playing Hey Baby. Randy Newman. Oh, there you go. It made me feel like a new man. Not Randy. 
sang the most famously short people, uh, wrote songs that other people did too, like um, yeah. Mama Told Me Not to Come, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Huh. Uh, Beeb Bertles from the Australian group Little River Band. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hugh McKenna, keyboardist with uh, the sensational Alex Harvey Band. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. David Janes from the band Modern Romance. Uh, David Van Day. Yeah. Uh, Richard Grossman, American bassist, uh, excuse me, Australian bassist, played bass ah. guitar for the Divinals yeah. and Hoodoo Gurus. Hoodoo Gurus. <clears throat> Happy birthday to Matt Cameron, Soundgarden, later joined Pearl Jam. Don Robinson from En Vogue. Mm-hmm. I'm putting my accent, my oh, emphasis I see where you're, oh, there you on the wrong syllable. On the syllable. And, uh, <laughs> Matt, Ch- Matt Chels- Chelsland from Ned's Atomic Dustbin. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is pretty much where Happy we stand day. for today. Exactly. All right, guys, have a, uh, you've been listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Go to Ludini yeah. Rock and Roll Circus.com and check everything out that we have. We have tons of great podcasts to go back and listen to, YouTube stuff, interviews. Uh, please get involved with our private Facebook group. It's a lot of fun. Um, what else? Oh, <laughs> Wolfscustoms.online. Check oh, them yeah. out. Wolfie. Custom artwork done on your musical instrument. RockRageRadio.com. Download the app. What's the name of your show, It's a Lils? free app. And Lily has her own show. Tell us about your show, Lily. Hot Licks with Lily 6, Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. I hate when you do that. That's why I so do weird. it. weird. <laughs> Just download the app for free or go to RockRageRadio.com. Weirdos. And I'll see you all at Amonamarth on Wednesday at Stage AE in Pittsburgh. Nice. Uh-huh. All right. And Mr. Pittsburgh, anything you would like to add or take away? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Uh, we will be doing some, We will have another podcast for you next week. Uh, so far, we haven't figured out any topics yet, so you'll just have to wait and see what we come up with. Have a good one, everybody. Take care. Catch you next time. Yeah. <laughs>